What is going on? Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. Thank you for joining us um, tonight on the Cajun Libertarian. We're going to be talking with Tyler Smith, who's running for LNC secretary and also does not, or does, sorry, he does wear white after Memorial Day. Next on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Welcome back, and here we go. Cajun Libertarian Live talking with Tyler Smith. Let's get to our sponsors real fast. First one, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. High-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online, Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com, and on Facebook in their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. That's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. I do realize that this other ad that I've been going through, I have not quite explained that. Um, I'll give you the, the, the rundown of vid debate. And then I'll, I'll give you just a quick explanation of, of what's going on there. The debate app is designed to give users the ability to use their God-given right of free speech to post up to three-minute videos on the topic of the day. Every day, Bid Debate will post a question in the hopes to draw strong opinions from all sides of a range of topics from pop culture to politics. Brian Lamar is the founder and creator of Video Debate. That's the acronym. It's video debate. And what you can do is you can download that app online and then you can either respond to other videos with your own commentary slash dissent or opinionated aggression. So long as you don't violate the terms, which are very simple and much less policed for the other stuff. And you actually have some freedom of speech at video debate you can also post uh, an opinion or question and then people will join in on it what's up good debate with that being said <laughs> a lot of people in the comments already nice with that being said let's bring him on tyler smith what's up how's it going cajun thank you for having me on oh yeah man thank you for being here for sure i know life is busy for you right now no question yeah, no, it absolutely is. Uh, just, uh, just not, not even politically, but professionally speaking, personally speaking, been a lot going on lately. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I'm having some lighting issues go down. Up, oh, something's going on. Anyway, um, you're over there in Arizona now, right? Yeah, yeah, living out of Peoria, Arizona. Uh, got a lot of uh, good people here working with the state. Actually, uh. Just had the honor of being uh, 
asked to head up our candidate recruitment committee for the AZLP, uh, which they uh, appointed me to this past week. So we're going to try and make some, uh, deal some damage to the duopoly down this way. So, Of course. I expect nothing less from uh, you, my friend. That's incredible. Uh, where are you actually from originally? Uh, originally, I was I am from uh, Princeton, West Virginia, which is in Mercer County down there on the southern border. Um, anybody familiar with that area knows that uh, if you're not from there, you're pretty much going to stand out. Um, so, uh, I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an Appalachian kid, born and raised. Uh, <laughs> hi, Janice. Nice. Good to see you. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I've actually spent a lot of time throughout the South. I've lived in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. Uh, yeah, I think those are the main Southern states I've spent the most time in. But I've also lived various other places. But my my heart and home is always going to be in West Virginia. So I can imagine. Did you see that latest meme that I made? The one about that dude making the funny face while he's singing on the guitar, and I said, "I hate country music." And then West Virginia band, uh, yeah, 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 it went pretty viral for me. I was proud of that one. That might be my favorite meme of all time that I've ever made. Yeah, no, interesting story about that song. Uh, I, I lived in Europe for a little bit, and uh, we went to a, a a little place in uh, Ireland. And everywhere I go, when people find out I'm from West Virginia, "Country Roads" is the first thing they start singing. Right, and. Uh, I thought I had escaped it by crossing the pond and everything like that and got to talk with one of the artists that were performing there. And uh, as I'm taking a swig again, it's probably three sheets to the wind because what else does somebody do in Ireland? Uh, <laughs> uh, I started hearing the little guitar strum and I was like, there's no way in hell, 5,000 miles away this is happening. And all of a sudden you hear an Irish guy, almost heaven. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You can't escape yeah, that somewhere. song no matter where you go. You cannot escape that song. There is no doubt about it. It has gained a lot of popularity, but um, at least y'all eliminated the sales tax on firearms and ammo. So that's very, very true. Good. Big bragging point at work right now. Got a bunch of guns so. to work. So I'm just like, just saying. <laughs> you got a you got a real tough job at work, huh? Uh, yeah, so about- I, I work in the, the steel industry recently, uh, got uh, promoted to supervisor for our machine operations. And uh, yeah, I work I work probably about 50 to 60 hours a week. Um, uh, worked 71 week and got in trouble. So <laughs> they don't like that overtime pay. Right. So. <laughs> well, I work about the same amount of hours and I'm on salary, so there is no overtime pay, but also don't have to hear about it. So win-win, right? Right. They're they're, they're trying to move me to salary. I I, I say I got in trouble, but they're like, you know, when we switch you to salary, you know, you're going to see a significant difference. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But, you know, when I'm not doing this, I'm uh, making sure my bills are paid. So, Yeah, I, yep, yep, all day. So, um, obviously, you you have a very busy schedule. And I do want to get to the Cuban flag in the back there in a bit. But what made you, uh, what made you decide to try to take on this huge task of, of becoming the uh, Libertarian Party secretary? So, uh, 
to be quite honest, I, I thought about it for a little bit um, after national last year when I finally decided to announce in Tennessee um, during their state convention this past year. Uh, it was off the basis of there is a good foundation of um, balance, at least uh, as it were, uh, on the LNC for the radicals, the anarchists, and the activists to have a voice. Um, I want to take kind of a more modernistic approach and build upon that foundation as established by uh, Miss Karen Ann Harlow's, um, who, again, there's, uh, I, I make it a point to say this on any type of interview I ever do, um, there is no bad blood between me and her. I think uh, she has absolutely put up with a lot of, uh, I don't know if it's a kosher to curse on this show, but uh, she's put up with a lot of crap and uh, there's some stuff that, you know, it's inevitable we're humans and we bring upon ourselves. However, uh, the established base that she has given being that voice for the radicals and the anarchists in this party, I have uh, this, I've uh, felt that I can help build upon that. And whichever way it goes in Reno next year, uh, I feel like we can't lose. And that is the that is the crux of this entire campaign. Uh, we can't lose. We can't afford to lose, but I don't think we're going to. We've got two completely uh, horrible parties that are imploding upon themselves right now That's a due fact. to their own malfeasance and shortcomings. And uh, we've got plenty of opportunity to kick in that door and say, "All right, like, are we about freedom or aren't we?" And you know, we've got our own inner, inner, uh, inside baseball hurdles to go over, but I think that whatever happens, we are absolutely going to, uh, make a difference in 2024 come that next election. And, uh, this is the prime opportunity to use that base, build upon it, bring in this generation that's coming up that is so disenfranchised and so numb to the voting and electoral system. And, the only way to do that is to start activating our base, as uh, we often say over in the Radical Caucus. And we have the prime opportunity to do so. And I'm hoping that if I am selected by the delegates, that I will bring that voice and we will come out swinging. So. I imagine that we will come out swinging, no doubt. What's it going to take? Like, okay. Speaking to someone who is very much learning the inner workings and underpinnings of the Libertarian Party um, on the official platform, right? What what does a secretary mean, do, and what are the qualifications? And then what are, um, you know, I, I really think, honestly, that we're going to be a fire already. So other than the, the obligations specific to secretary, what else could you do outside of that? You know, I know you're very busy. I, I'm I'm stupid busy. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I to to touch on the first point, uh, the the whole point of the secretary's position, and again, it's it's something that's been well established and needs to be built upon. We are the administrative sure. and the uh, organizational backbone to these activists that are like out there bleeding, out there crying, out there like sweating their that's asses right. off busting their asses for us 
trying to get us out there, get us elected, trying to make these uh, reforms happen, going out and lobbying for more uh, individualized liberty policies. And it's uh, that bleeds over into the second part of what you like. That's why I've actually enjoyed traveling and doing what I do do, because um, again, I, like one of my favorite instances was meeting up over in Tennessee where Brent DeRitter of North Carolina's Libertarian Party yeah. was over there <laughs> yeah. promoting cell liberty. And that's right. You know, me and Brent have been uh, friends for a, a while at this point. And, you know, listening to speak and actually um, uh, convey the information of how we're supposed to talk to people who aren't quite sure about us yet, because, you know, we got our Internet libertarians. We got people that are like, you know, out there. Some of us scare them away. But, you know, at the same time, we are unapologetically free and we are going to maintain that brent was conveying that how we could describe that to other people in marginalized and dis disenfranchised communities there in murfreesboro That's tennessee right. and then on top of that the nashville region along with their uh state party had organized this drive for homeless outreach where we went and uh, did some uh, uh service at a food kitchen and uh where they're you know serving tables you know letting them know you know you're still human we're still paying attention we understand you know this is us and unless and, you know the government's you know created so much of this hardship and in some cases probably led to these people being in their uh dire straits that they're not forgotten and it's just as much about community buildup as it is political change and i think that is beautiful so that's where I like to like, you know, I would like to use the platform to actually promote these activists that are, you know, dedicating their time for free to showcase right. that we are about the change and we are going to walk that walk. Yeah, that's something that you grew like your roots are in, right? Like you were an activist first and now you're um, well, you're still an activist, obviously, but you know, you're also moving into the upper realms of how to really kind of amplify the way you come up into this. Am I wrong about that? No, no, absolutely. Like I found the Libertarian Party after uh, uh, my deployment to Afghanistan back when I was in the military. Right. And um, I started getting more uh, actively um, vocal about certain things I, I would go to like you know these rallies i go to these veterans against war you know non-politically affiliated things with while still right. like you know lending some lip service and an ear to the libertarian party's philosophy and platform that being said i, I finally came to the more lp proper after a pride event in indianapolis indiana and uh crazy story about that i was given a book at their booth there called the art of libertarian persuasion and uh i'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with aaron davis formerly aaron pyle um she and i have been friends for since i lived up in indiana and i happened to be going out and unpacking when we moved here and i found that book and i saw that this book was the property of aaron Meadows, and i that that you know her former name for she just recently got married and by the way aaron congratulations i hope you and chris nice many happy years together um but i 
found that book and saw it was her property before I ever knew her, before I even like had any inkling of the LP proper or anything like that. And it's crazy because it came around to me reading that book and starting to like, you know, do what Brent DeRitter is doing and adopting those strategies and, you know, how to, you know, understand people's qualms with society and politics and just life in general and understanding how to convey it back to them to we understand we've been there we are those people we're the same as you we're just tired of putting up with it or hoping for the best we are going to fix it so in my opinion everybody that's a member of this party has the absolute capacity to be this activist that we always like talk about. Uh, and I, I, the thing is that we do have the activists that have been active for years and it's time to, That's again, right. as you put it, amplify their voices because they're the ones that built this. They're the reasons that That's we're getting exactly right. offices elected uh, one and everything like that. You've got the door knockers, you've got all that, but you also have the person that, may not necessarily have been a libertarian the entire time, but they were fighting there alongside you on the front lines for criminal justice reform, for marijuana legalization, for anything that you could possibly think of that our platform is meant to cover. We, the activists has been there. That That's a huge statement because that's absolutely freaking right. Um, I see a far more activity and productivity and efficacy from the front lines of most of the people that none of us will ever hear about unless you dive into the, the backgrounds of the people doing the work on the ground, the footwork, the, it, it's incredible. There's, as I love shouting out so many people for their, for their groundwork and in the impact that they make on the local community, because that's where we have to start. That's where you put your focus on. And I think that's where your focus will remain to be. And, that's freaking paramount to me. So I get a little fired up about that because that, what are you going to do about the federal government? Right? Like we have no, we no power there right now, but we have power in our local communities. Sorry. Go ahead. No, absolutely. And that, 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 that fire that you're feeling, that's exactly what I feel like we're, we're, we're losing a little bit of, but it's not lost. We definitely can get back there again. That's we've right. been, we've been locked down. We've been ostracized from each other. We've been like, you know, put in these, this weird position of something that was, I would like to say unprecedented, but let's be real. It's not, right. we've seen the building blocks start to lay out. And finally a situation presented itself, whether natural or man-made, whatever it's called, we're going to call it the pandemic. We finally, this frustrations, we've been alone with our thoughts. We've been isolated enough where it's finally starting to click. That fire needs to be there. And it has That's started right. to dwindle a little bit. Now that we're actually getting back in touch with each other, we're actually going out and doing these things. We're actually uniting and showing this, we're showing this unity that has been long, so long sought after. And I believe that all of this inner party baseball or inner party drama that's going on, hmm. we can absolutely overcome it. And it's time we did because we are not going to get an opportunity like what we have right now ever again. That's right. That's big facts. Th those are huge facts. We have an absolute 100% chance to capitalize on this moment in time. I'm hearing it on the radio, right? I'm hearing it from right-wing pontificators and from uh, 
left wing TV hosts and just the broad spectrum. But re- the reality is, is that things are kind of collapsing in on themselves as we speak. And the Libertarian Party has the absolute foot up on this. And we are the fastest growing party in the world, third biggest party in the world. Correct me if I'm wrong there. But we have an absolute chance to capitalize upon this. And there's going to be situations where we need a lot of people like you leading out there in front as you have been. This is going to be very important in the upcoming days. Didn't mean to ramble. Sorry, I'm just I'm, I'm right there with you. No, and I, I, while I appreciate the, uh, the the compliment that it's not just people like me, we've got people like Chrissy Wickers in Ohio, we've got people like you, Spike Cohen, Matt, uh, Matt Wright, we've got Caitlin Cloven, we've got the uh, account uh, currently known as Arizona that's out there, like that are out there yep. pushing this message, like they're yep. out there fighting. You know, we've had great foundations laid by people like Kim Ruff, like John Phillips, uh, Karen Ann. We've we've got these foundations laid. We've been handed the weapons. We are the next generation. We are the ones that are going to make this fight happen. And we are going to fucking win. Pardon my language. But it's about time we stopped uh, stopped sitting there thinking, oh, well, that's just a loss. No, it's time to get pissed off because they have rigged it against us. They have told us we are going to be silent. I'm done being silent. We will not be silent anymore. It, it, it is our it is our life. It is our freedom. We're taking it back. And we've got the prime opportunity to do it. And as disheartening as a lot of the stuff that's happened over the past uh, few months has been, that cannot hold the, that doesn't hold a candle to the fire that's raging within every single person in this next generation of activists and voters. It's just freaking spot on. There's no question because they, they, they've, here was the thing, right? As I was going through my early stages and kind of abandoning, abandoning politics, it was like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. It, whatever happens will happen. However many way long beyond my time. Right. And as we've entered this new season, like you referred to this uh, Rona season, Things have escalated very fast, very quickly. And I've stated very many times, I live in a very, I live in Mississippi, very Southern, deep South. And we didn't close down. You could still go to the gas station or, you know, you you might have to order food outside of the restaurant, but we really didn't close down. What pissed me off was seeing everybody going through the things they were going through out throughout the country in places that I didn't live. And here we go again. They have no slack. And so I personally, we didn't capitalize upon the proper messaging that we should have through the first time. Fortunate, I guess, for us. We know that the government is relentless in their tyranny. So now we have to make the right decisions and messaging upon this. Absolutely. And even beyond that, like you, you had mentioned, oh, you want to touch on it. These people right here, these people right here, they're That's starting right. to rise up. They're sick of it. We've seen people down in Brazil that are down there fighting against their government right now. We've seen them all over the world. People in Hong Kong. These Again, the fire of the activist is finally starting to become an inferno. And it's either it's up to us at this point. And I'm not trying That's to... Right put us on a pedestal but you know we have an opportunity in this nation where we haven't 
necessarily met been met with like soviet style tactics or maoist tactics yet but we have this opportunity now to rise up because we've we've found their system we know the loopholes we know how to use them it's time to use them it's time to fight back use their weapons against them because they're the ones that handed it to us in the first place and now we've got these upgraded weapons from the people that based our like established our philosophy that from the get-go back in american uh, libertarianism back in the 70s and 60s they have already given us the platform to go off of we are ready to go we're ready to fight it's time to come up it's time to like back these people up it's time to back the people in hong kong up it's time to back the brazilians That's up. Right. people that are rising up it's time to unite and become this global force for individual sovereignty for liberty to make sure that it will be heard that the more you push us the only it's only going to piss us off more and you're not going to win this fight it's been shown time and time again history does repeat itself and unfortunately that comes with the bad just as much as the good the bad's already happening the good's about to arrive and it's going to be a fight for the age and that's all i'm going to say on it because it's that's all it is the activists has arrived it's time you started uh, getting behind them because those are the way that's the way we can't do this uh this tiptoeing around the political propriety of it it's time to sit there hold the middle finger up and tell them we're done good that, excuse me <laughs> <laughs> no not indeed that's what i'm talking about that's what we have to do i tweeted today before we ever started messaging this evening i said uh i quoted with the consent of the government Stop consenting. Civil civil disobedience is an option. Hashtag do not comply. That was the tweet. And that's what you're saying right now. Because we are literally watching communistic and dictatorial regimes in Cuba and all over the world absolutely crush their citizens. But yet we have people that stand by in this country and are doing nothing. And I'm super guilty of that for a long time. Right. This isn't a new development. This is a earth thing that's happened from its existence, pretty much. Right. And I'm super guilty. So I don't want to place blame on anybody. I'm just hoping that people want to hear this show and hear you and understand that we have something to take care of and we have to take care of it as fast and best as we can possible. But, and even that being said, though, I, just because you, you you mentioned it, like there, there there are nuances and debates to be had about people that are down there in the black field with us, like with with the anarchists and the libertarian anarchists. And that there, there are like, you know, there are the people that, you know, we naturally collectivize. We come together when shit gets rough. We absolutely do. People rallied behind me and my fiance exactly. moving out here to Arizona because we had an unexpected turn of events that we we needed to move. And they rallied behind it. We naturally will collectivize. We will come to each other's aid. And that being said, you know, we get into these debates over the uh, the, the titular nonsense, like, you know, oh, they're anarcho-communists. That's a, that's a oxymoron. Or they're anarcho-capitalists, which doesn't even make sense. Both of these arguments happen all the damn time. Look, all the I'll, time. Argue with, I'll argue about property rights with you all day damn, all day long. But <laughs> while we're doing that, that's absolutely fine. While we're doing that, though, somebody just got murdered by the police. 
Exactly. Somebody just got uh, evicted. Uh, somebody just got forcibly removed from their home to build a fucking border wall. That's a vanity project. Somebody still got taken from their loving home because their parents didn't sign the right document when they moved here. Somebody is still being oppressed. The government is still coming in and ripping families apart. Government is still coming in and killing people. Government's still rendering somebody homeless, a drug addict, whatever you want to have it. The base root of it all is we get into this notion where we have to dictate how somebody's philosophy needs to be. The core, the, the basis of every human being is sovereignty in terms of individualism. Right. We have that option to collectivize and unite together under a common goal. Our common goal at this point is liberty. It is freedom. And it is time to sit there and stop arguing these philosophical nuances that are inconsequential in the long run. Because I don't want to argue those property rights until we've got a burning pile of bodies from politicians in the background. Like, mm. <laughs> it's hello, NSA. Go, Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just like, hey, NSA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they're watching. That That's a fact. No, no question. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've been followed and you have for a while. So. It is what it is at this point, especially coming out with the uh, the the breaking news about what happened yesterday with the um, infrastructure package, and then Spike and Matt come on. I'm not trying to shift gears here. I want to stay where we're at. I'm just saying that this is this is confirmed even further by that episode last night and the information coming out of the infrastructure bill with Apple and what they're doing and spying on us. So it, it just it, it it's not new they just decide to tell us that they're doing it at this point. And so what we have, it, it, I feel like that we're running up very close upon some serious tyranny and it's going to take civil disobedience because they already know we're armed, right? I mean, they know we're armed, but do they know that we're not scared? And that's the message that I think that needs to be said. And it doesn't even have to be an armed protest. It can just be millions of Americans in the streets saying, no, you already know we're armed. You do. No, stop it. This is ridiculous. And that's that, that, that's another that's another good point, because it's like a lot of the people like I've often been an advocate of stop grandstanding on social media. If you're about it, be about it. Stop sitting there typing right. and clacking on your keyboard. Do something about it. Because, again, I see people that go out and push these criminal justice reform. I see people push this uh, lower tax uh, tax reforms and everything like that. I see them go out and do these types of things. And then I see some random guy or gal or them from wherever sitting there protesting, saying that they're going to, uh, that, that they're ready to, like, you know, I'll fight the government tooth and nail. I'll die. Da, 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 da. Okay, well that's fantastic, but why put the target on your head? Find the people that are like-minded. Get together, organize, take them down. It is it, you, you, we have that power still within our grasp while we still have it. That's where the prime opportunity comes in because the Democrats and Republicans don't even know what the hell's going on. Libertarians, the Greens, the transhumanists, everything like that—they're starting to see their numbers increase based on people's personal viewpoints the end of the day, every single one of those third parties or these third philosophies or whatever you want to call them, they're gaining traction. It's time to sit there and say, we have a common goal. We realize this is fucked up. It's time to take it out. 
Like big facts. Yeah, and so uh, circling back, circle back, Saki, to uh, what you were talking about before, when we need to take a pra- you know more of a layered approach to things, especially when it comes to local communities. You know, we can't see this thing happen until this thing happens. And so, what are some of the first things that you should suggest as we, as individual citizens, should take in our our communities? Well, I've got I've got I've got a friend who's an activist. He's more on the uh, live left side of things. Uh, his name's Jonah. He's from West Virginia, back in my home state. He, he he and I were talking the other night. Let me preface this: I am a solid black flag anarchist. I don't hyphenate anything like that. I if I can get rid of a government function and it, you give me an different or, or whatever, if it says getting rid of it, I'm pushing the button. Get rid of it. It's unnecessary. We naturally collectivize. We can fix the problem. Yep. Um, but he was uh, he had asked me a question the other day that actually struck me in a weird and I, I know what you're about to in a weird pragmatic way. I had to sit there and analyze it because he was like, would you sacrifice a public library to save a few police officer jobs? And then we proceeded to talk about a budget that was there uh, you know, where he's originally from. And it escapes me right now where they actually have like a $2 billion budget for a police officer, uh, for, for a police uh, budget. And the way they afford it, we're closing public libraries. And wow. to me, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, while I'm not necessarily a proponent of publicly mandated uh, charity, uh, otherwise known as taxation, to make sure that we maintain a library, I'd much rather have a library because it's a lot less likely that Miss Gertrude behind the counter there is going to bust in my house, shoot my dog, potentially kill me over man Tulsa <laughs> and laughing and playing video games. Like, you know, yep. to call back to something that happened here actually in the megatropolis uh, where they killed that gentleman uh, here in Mesa. So, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous to me that we get so hung up on these nuances. Sometimes we have, there is no, option but the incremental choice unless somebody's ready to get their hands dirty and bloody and i'm not doubting that there are some individuals in this movement that would i mean right and i'm not going to you know uh extrapolate whether or not i would but at the end of the day bloodshed should be the least uh, uh least desirous thing on our mind we should absolutely strive to unify and pre- create that front that you mentioned where we come together and we tell them enough is enough like that's right and we can absolutely do that it's a matter of getting over those hurdles where it's like well i don't know because now tyler supports a public library couldn't be further from uh, the truth if we were discussing just a public library but if i'm giving an if and or here in the reality that we exist in as an anarchist yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna save miss gertrude's job over sociopath in a pretty costume like that's yeah. where I'm at. Like, uh, but at, at the end of the day, again, black flag anarchists, none of it should be fucking funded, but that's just where I'm at with it. So, <laughs> and that's a reasonable deduction to arrive at. That's for sure. That conclusion is valid. Uh, and, and what we talk about all the time, right. Is that this big tent umbrella of libertarianism has so many collective thoughts and ideas that differ from layer to layer. And, one of the things that we do is we're all headed in the same direction. 
I'm personally not uh, an anarchist. I say, what's the liberty? What's the difference between a libertarian and an anarchist? Six months. Uh, I put that in. Um, I'm, I'm just not there. I think I, I, there's some things that I think we need, but I wouldn't be against all of it burning to the ground and then we restarting from there. That may be the better right. option. I don't know. I'm probably talking. Yeah, no, I, I feel that because I actually got to sit in with Chicago Libertarian Party's uh, monthly meeting. Uh, Dan Lewis had had invited me to sit there and talk with a few oh, of them. Yeah. great people like Brian Dennehy, Carl Wilkert, uh, just a lot of great libertarians that I've known throughout the movement. And we got to talking about a little bit of touching on the minarchy versus anarchy thing. And you know that there is the you know the funny one thing like you know six months and give it time you know you're on like probably month four i can see it in your face (laughs) but but, you know it's like you you said it's like there's just these institutions that exist that seek only to create a corralled and controlled populace there's that that's eventually where you realize if what if we go back to what you said earlier stop consenting because yep. we are naturally going to gravitate to each other and start to, yep. you know, we, we already do that. Like I, I, not to, you know, I hate doing this, but it's like, anytime I see a homeless person, the first thing I do, Hey, are you hungry? Let's go buy some food. Like I take them like, you know, are you staying at a hotel? You got a fridge. Let's go to the grocery store. Like it's, it's those types of things. We will naturally come together and start to, you know, realize that now granted that's anecdotal i get that because there are still people with that like there's still some collectivization uh uh conditioning there that we need to have these like structures in place otherwise we won't do it i don't uh, to me it's inherently untrue because i didn't need a law i didn't need a religion i didn't need this and again not a knock on religion it's just i don't need that to understand that's somebody in suffering. That's somebody that needs help, or that's somebody that's being oppressed. Or, I don't need any of that. I understand that's what's happening because in my own life, it's happened to me. And that's to me with that whole argument. I understand that the notions of anarchy are a little bit counterintuitive to where we've been conditioned to be. But at the same time, I think eventually it's going to come to a point where we understand we can't force everybody to believe the way we do or we finally become a bunch of mindless drones under the board and that's a shout out to the star trek caucus of the libertarian party you're welcome (laughs) Uh, (laughs) nice (laughs) that's good yeah yeah, give it give you a shout out to the uh star i didn't know a star track caucus existed and then you oh, said yeah. borg and i'm like what's happening right now and then you <laughs> said shout out to the star trek i said what is really happening right now thank oh. you liberty shamrocker <laughs> yeah that's funny i didn't know you were a trekkie are you a trackie or you just like star trek you're a star I, wars i, I am star not trek. i am one of those people that was start i'm more of a star wars person i'm one of those people that contextually understand the jokes though Oh, thank you. <laughs> Wait, is, is that is that? I think I know who that is. <laughs> who is that? I, I believe that's 
if I'm looking at the picture, right, my computer's got a uh, really glass screen. I, I believe that's uh, yeah. Robin, if I'm not mistaken. You are great mistaken. activist and uh, great uh, member of the Missouri Libertarian Party. Um, oh, it's Connie. I can see. Hi, Connie. Connie. Sorry, you you have a twin in Missouri. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know Robin. She's been on the app quite a bunch. Um, yeah, they're, they're both redheads. Uh, those pictures are tiny. You know, I'm, I'm I only know to, it. But... Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I might need glasses at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I was messing with you. The pictures are tiny. Absolutely tiny. The only reason I knew who it was because I know who her tag name is. Other than that, that even to me, that picture's way off in the distance. I don't know why StreamYard does that, right? It's like you have all of this blank space on the background. Why not use it for a, a bigger picture? Maybe I need to upgrade. I don't know. Yeah, Exactly, <laughs> Connie. I love Robin, too. She's great. And a fellow red. <laughs> so I want to plug... All your accounts, and I want you to talk to us about uh, your donation sites, which would be PayPal, Tyler A. Smith at live.com, Linktree, linktr.ee slash first of all, bitch. Fantastic, <laughs> amazing. But will you, uh, you know, tell us uh, what are the differences? Where can we send campaign funds? Or, oh, you're, you're running for LNC. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, and that, that's the thing. Um, I, I am collecting funds for that. It helps supplement the travel and everything that I'm trying to help out with and trying okay. to do with uh, my run for LNC. But I also work with a network of activists. Uh, some of them have been mentioned already, uh, but there's also people like Tom Pinkashov up in uh, New York. Uh, we've got, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe we've got somebody interested in like, trying to help us out and join us, uh, Artie Sintef. Uh, there's there's a bunch of people that are actually involved with this at this point and this uh some of it has already went to them we've got aj campbell in tennessee some of these funds have actually already been dispersed to, to them to help them with what they need and it comes down to lodging gas food uh yeah, helping does. out with their travel if they travel um to you know go out and continue building this network of activists and you know making this unified front a reality um Again, it, and like uh, we we also do monthly uh, things where we'll donate a portion of whatever we raise that month to certain groups. Uh, for the month of June, Pride Month, we donated to Outright. Um, right. For the month of July, we uh, I'm going to be actually getting if I can raise the money. We're trying to raise five hundred dollars uh, in uh, at by the end of this week. Uh, to get to Alabama, there's going to be a few of us there for uh, the rally that Berman Supreme and Spike Cohen are doing for rallying nice. against political corruption. And um, we're going to try and get there. Uh, we've got Angela Pence in Georgia, who's also, you know, she's running against Marjorie Green Taylor there in Georgia. Uh, you know, that's going to be a very interesting race. But all these funds are, you know, brought together and they get dispersed. They help with, again, me, these activists. They help uh, maintain our websites and our, our, our organizational structure to keep us in touch with each other, to keep us like fighting and uniting everybody. And we do have a store with uh, <laughs> the tagline, first of all, bitch. Thank you, Janice. <laughs> you got a good uh, team. Mine does the same thing, bro. They will call me out for sure. That's a good team. 
the great thing about it, Janice is actually uh, she's uh, actually the mother of one of uh, our Libertarian Party members, and she's a Libertarian Party member herself out in California. She's actually uh, uh, Richard Fast's mom, and she has been a wonderful support system. Like you know, she is a great, great Libertarian. She is always like trying to like you know keep me in a positive headspace even when i've like went through some trying times and everything i got she's the she's my first people there like in my messenger or on my facebook wall helping me you know keep a smile on my face through tough times so janice right. thank you for bringing that up uh i'm still trying to get you that mason jar because uh, <laughs> uh, yeah but we have we have a store online store um if you ever watch uh hody johns with some of what he does on his podcast he uh, typically wears the hat uh, that we've got on there and it's great like materials and everything I got those funds also go into this pool of helping fund these nice. activist travels and everything um, uh, explanation for anybody that may not know first of all bitch on the link tree uh, is actually a story rooted back when I was uh, dabbling and running for Congress in South Carolina and there's there is an interesting backstory back behind that, but essentially it was uh, Spike. He had uh, made a meme of me holding a waffle for his Waffle House caucus. And it, I, I don't even remember where the, the line, first of all, bitch, came from, but he found it hilarious, turned it into a meme. So first of all, bitch is just, you know, our association with anything I do at this point. So... <laughs> <laughs> because if I get aggravated in a debate or anything like that, like it's it, it it's yeah. that's typically the line that's coming out. Like first of all, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, um, exactly how I heard it in my mind. Was gifted to us from an activist in Massachusetts, uh, uh, Ashley Shade. She's a chairwoman of Outright. Uh, yep. She uh, got the, state she, chair she, of she Massachusetts that for something completely devoid of the campaign. But I was like, we have to use it now. So. Uh, we're uh yeah so that's the explanation behind the weird backslash <laughs> no no that's not weird that's hilarious i assumed as much when i first read it when you sent it in messenger swear to you <laughs> i was like yeah i know i can hear it in my mind i can hear tyler saying it exactly how it goes in my brain right now <laughs> and that's exactly what rang true <laughs> i knew i knew no question. So um, when is I, I'm guessing they're going to vote on the secretary position in Nevada 2020. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, in, uh, up there in Reno, um, we're going to be voting there um, unless some weird circumstances happen. And we have two separate conventions again, which uh, <laughs> that could happen. I don't know. At this rate, you know, anything goes. It's 2021. Yeah. Um, we'll see what. Uh, big brother has in store for us and if the opportunity yep. presents itself uh for us to actually you know show that unified front but yeah it's going to be held at the national convention um the uh, i as a, for the timeline of the results we will we'll know when it happens so um i'm actually really excited i went to the orlando convention in uh 2020 got to meet a lot of great people that i've only worked nice. with online and who knew it would establish this plethora of people that I now know personally and have gotten to work with. And uh, yeah, if you are interested in going or anybody watching is like, you know, 
wondering what it's all about, I encourage you to come, even if you may not be a delegate. It's great for fellowship. It's great to meet like-minded people. And it's great to establish these networks like what uh, we're trying to build over with my secretary campaign. Nice. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I, I thought you were about to say Orlando Yow said <laughs> last year's convention. I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, we did have a gang of people go down to Yow though, and, and really make a disruptive party. So that was fun. <laughs> I wasn't able to go, but I'm sure you heard about it, though, right? I've, I've seen some. Uh, I've seen some pictures and heard some whisperings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you heard about it? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yes indeed yeah i thought that's where you're going but yeah the, these places where we can go and just meet up in person and, and clubhouse is a good deal for this too as well for networking just meeting new people and exchanging ideas and, and gathering allies and support this is what we have to do leading into 2022 first we have to gain allies we have to garner support we have to get our name out there I think people are hearing about us and you're one of the big reasons why, you know, you're, you're a great example of why this party needs to be at the forefront of what we're, of what the political climate of America really needs to be. And so we need to amplify your voice. I know I said that earlier. Sorry. It, it's just, I like, I like that word. It is what it is. I mean, it's, it's perfect it's for what I'm word. talking about. Yeah. It's a great it's word. We need to amplify your voice and your message, and we need to duplicate that. We need to bottle it. We need to spread it around and do the things that we need to do. And the thing that is in front of us to do is to put people like you out in front and then to uh, just replicate your message. So I suggest everyone to take a screenshot, picture, sorry, or maybe a screenshot if you're on a cell phone. And record all of Tyler's stuff because I know I labeled this about him running for secretary of LNC. And yes, that is very important, but I want everybody to understand what a tremendous activist and leader that Tyler is as well. So regardless of what happens with the secretary position, we still need to put this guy out here. So please follow him, like him ring that notification bell. And then if you're, uh, what do you got to be an LSC delegate, I guess, right? I, I really know nothing about this stuff. I yeah, think you yeah. have to be a delegate to vote on a uh, secretary, right? Right. And even if you, even if you're a supporter of Karenette, I encourage you to go out and become a delegate, like get, get involved with our processes because our activists are going to need the organizational support at this point. And that's, that's the big thing. We've got, we've got the fire we need the kindling and the kindling comes through administrative and organizational support. So I encourage anybody, doesn't matter if you support me or Karen Ann Harlow's, I encourage you to get involved. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Big facts. I am not, a, I'm not even, oh, oh no, that's your stuff. Sorry. thought I clicked on another uh, comment. They're all rolling in. Uh, I'm not, a, I'm not even a nip. Oh, Yep, my bad. No, I was, was going to start singing and dancing. I, I didn't know what happened there. So, To the gulag, Elizabeth says. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I sent myself to the gulag by accidentally touching the mouse pad with two fingers. 
because uh, that's the thing. Elizabeth wanted to keep an eye on her and uh, Cassie rolling up there in Indiana. They're making some big waves establishing. So I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they established their county parties and they've been they've been heavily involved since they uh, started with this. So there's a pri- two prime. I'm glad she commented because that's a prime example of somebody came in guns blazing like guns blazing. Like yeah. So I mean, it, you you yourself even like you know. People are out there getting our voices amplified. Like that's right. So I mean, I, I like I love that you use the word because that's exactly what it is, and that's what we need. Yeah, put it on microphones with cords and speakers, please. Yeah, I cut myself off in the middle of there. I was trying to say, uh, you know, uh, I'm not even a member of the LNC, so I can't vote either way for anybody. Um, and, and my focus is is more at the grassroots level. I want I want people like you. That sounded bad. I was gonna say people like you running for office, but I don't know that you want to do that, right? So the people that are that, that, even that on me, Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said it sounded bad. Look, I'm I'm of the sole belief I will never run for office. Uh, that could change. I, I said I always you know, try to avoid the words, never, always, blah, blah, blah. That could change. But as of right now, I will never run for office if I have my way of all of my life for the rest of existence. That is this planet Earth. There is no running for office for Cajun Libertarian. But I want people like you, your voices out there in the local community, in right in the thick of things. And, um, yeah, I just appreciate you, man. I appreciate everything you're doing. You, you're, you've got a huge thing going on, and, and it's pretty spectacular to watch. Even though from abroad, all the way over here in Mississippi, I, I'm watching the impact that you're making, and it is second to none, really. I appreciate that, and you humbled me, but I could not do it without the, without the support of the team I've got, and uh, without the motivation that I see from people that have commented on this video tonight, like Connie, Elizabeth and Janice and all the others that are watching, like, you know, I, I do it because I'm motivated by what they do. Like people like uh, down in Texas, we've got Andrew Jewell, Desiree Lindsay. We've got Chase Oliver over in Georgia. Uh, We've got uh, Josh Laka down there in Florida. That's, uh, you know, I got a chance to speak to and build some bridges with him. Like we've got a lot of great people and a lot of uh, awesome voices and you, you humble me with your words, but I could not do it. We could not do it without each other at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Like 100%. I say it all the time. If I didn't have the wife that I have and then the team that I have, nobody would have ever heard of me. Because I can't do, this is not a solo job. This activism thing that you're doing, that we're all doing, is a collective job. I know we hate that word, collectivism. I, I, I hate it. Dirty but word. it's a dirty word. It is, it is, I got to go take a shower as soon as we get off of here. But we have to do this thing together. We have to share each other and, and, um, and, and just be the voice of freedom and liberty and just, Man, it's so important. It's so important. I'll keep rambling, and we're at an hour, so I'm going to stop rambling. Anything else that you want to uh, close this out with? Uh, to anybody that's feeling unmotivated right now, I know what we, we, we've we just gotten the license to go back and get back out there. We've been able to uh, 
get back in touch with each other. We we we've got this prime opportunity. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Let's let's kick in the door of the duopoly and crush them. So. Absolutely. No knock raid on the duopoly. That's I take I their t- weapons and use them against them. About time we did it. <laughs> it's about time. Man, thank you so much, dude. You were incredible. Uh, I can't wait to keep following you in, in all of your activism and, and, and we'll see what happens. Obviously, you know, who knows what's going to happen in, in Reno, but more importantly, what you have going on personally and the message that you spread amongst the people that you're around, you are making waves. There's like almost nobody I talk to that doesn't know you and doesn't, I haven't heard a single person speak negatively of you. And so that kind of voice, your kind of maturation process that you've arrived at, you know, your maturity level uh, and just the passion that you have. I really hope to see more of you. If that's, if that's fine, get on every podcast you can be on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for being here. Um, Again, if y'all want to follow him and you didn't catch it down below, there's a bar right here. Take a snapshot of it, screenshot of it and follow Tyler and get in the groove and let's get this man out there and talking. Thank you, Tyler. Anything else before we uh, kick out of here? Absolutely not. Thank you for having me on Cajun. It was awesome. Yeah. I loved every second of it, bro. You were amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Indeed. Oh, let me get this because this, I got to get a higher chair, right? Makes me short and the bar kills my situation there. Anyway, phenomenal. This is exactly why he's in the position that he's in, right? Tyler Smith is a leader and an activist and passionate and sound and intelligent and mature. All those things matter in this movement. He is all of that. So if you're looking for a role model to do the things that what Tyler's doing in his community, you can do in yours follow them everywhere and then if you want to uh donate to the campaign and I'm, you know i'm sure he's going to have other donation things going on with the activism that he does in his community as well but i gave you all i'll throw it up there one more time you can donate to him getting elected helping him travel to get the word out there or we can go ahead and donate to him and follow him for obvious reasons because he's fantastic and I love it. Thank you, Tyler, for being here tonight. Um, that's about it. I will say this one second, not going to rant too long. Maybe give me, give me 90 seconds. Maybe the people around this country right now are trying to There are people, there are government institutions, there are political and media outlets that are going to push us into the next wave of fear that are desperately trying to right now. I am going to do somewhat of a deep dive into the current situation when it comes to schools and kids masking the Delta variant and what's going on behind it and the propaganda from both sides on my next solo episode 
episode, next solo episode. Sorry. There's a big reason for that because we've, we're at a crossroads right now. We're at a major crossroads right now. And we have to make a decision that's going to be very unpopular or we are going to not have a voice. And I want to talk about that stuff probably Monday. I will very much let you know when that is going to be. It will be on the next Just a Thought episode, which probably will be Monday. Uh, It's been a very rough week for me. We started up outside services again this month, and it's very hot in South Mississippi. As you can hear, I'm already losing my voice because it's been very, very tough this week, and today was very rough. So I am going to get off here next solo episode uh, Friday. You know, obviously Friday we got the Cajun Eskimo show from Bayou to Igloos on Muddy Waters Media at 8.30 Central Time, Freedom Time on Friday. And then we'll get right back at it. There probably is some breaking news coming in the next day or so, and I might have a special episode on Sunday. But obviously, I don't know yet, so I'm not going to say that. But for other reasons, it's marketable. Stay tuned. There may be a breaking news story on Sunday. That's just how it goes. So I love you very much. I thank you very much for being here. I'll check the the comments real quick. Great show. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yes, Cajun. Tyler Smith is everything you said and more. Yes, it is. Great show. Joe, thank you. Janice, thank you, Cajun, for having Tyler. Oh, of course. I'm just grateful that Tyler came on the broadcast. I mean, that's incredible. Dude's amazing. So, Tyler Smith says it's on Linktree to Elizabeth. He's also down in the gulag right now. So, I'm going to get off of here so we can have a last couple of uh, pats on the back because dude is great. And then I will get with you on Friday. Well, obviously, I'll be sharing content tomorrow. So, I love you very much. I thank you all for being here. Fantastic interview. Absolutely amazing. You will see me same Cajun time, but on the Muddied Waters Media channel on Sunday. And I am out.